Hey guys, have you tried Poshmark? Poshmark is the easiest way to buy and sell your clothes. Find your favorite brands like Nike, Lululemon, and Reformation at up to 70% off. Download the app and use Podcast 10 at sign up for $10 off your first purchase. Have clothes that aren't sparking joy? Poshmark is great for selling too. Stars like Serena Williams, DJ Khaled, and more have closets on Poshmark. Just take a photo, set your price, and earn cash. It's that simple. Don't forget to use Podcast 10 when you sign up for $10 off your first purchase on Poshmark. Hey, this is Ed with the Rhythm and Shoes Band. Looking for the perfect gift this holiday season? Give the great taste of Hides of Liverpool. In a holiday time, tradition means everything, and Hides has been a Central New York tradition since 1917. Franks, Coney's, Phillies, grilled cheese, and more. There's something for everyone. Now through December 31st, with every $25 in gift cards you purchase, you'll receive a $5 bonus gift card. So stop into Hides today for lunch, for dinner, and for a bonus gift card while they last. 305 Oswego Street in Liverpool, or visit HidesofLiverpool.com. Plus, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms where you get your podcasts on your smartphone device. Download, subscribe, leave feedback in a five-star review. All that stuff helps an awful lot. Thanks so much for pitching in and uh, supporting the platter as we go on to year four, which is just incredible to even think about, we are presented by Bryant and Stratton College, Brian Convoy of Mass Mutual New York State, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, and Stanley Law Offices. It's simple. Just call Joe. Visit him online at stanleylawoffices.com and all over the social media platforms as well. This podcast is dedicated to really diving into, you know, recapping the Buffalo Bills win uh, at Denver and them winning the AFC East. Um, for a brief moment in time, you know, for me, it felt like Kelly, Reed, Smith, Thomas, Lofton, BB, Kelso, Leonard Smith, Bruce Smith, you know, Conlon, (laughs) Biscuit Bennett, um, Jeff Wright, uh, Howard Ballard, Pete Metzlars, Marv Levy, Keith McKellar, Kenneth Davis. Uh, Do I need to go on? Um, Daryl Talley, it, it, it just it felt like that all over again for a brief moment. Um, this team, over the course of the last few years, with you know getting Sean McDermott in, and, and we've heard it so many times, they talk about it, the, the Buffalo media talks about it, et cetera, et cetera, just the, 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 the culture change and immediately shipping guys out like the Ronald Darby's and the Sammy Watkinses and you know finally getting a quarterback and uh, we know that the debate is still reigning out there about, you know, Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen. Did they blow it? Did they not? Et cetera. Trading down, getting Trey White. Um, well, let me tell you something. Right now, Josh Allen is playing close to Patrick Mahomes football. I don't think he's the MVP. I think he's a candidate. I think he's competing for it. I think he's doing a couple of Mahomes-like things. He's playing out of this world, and without him, they would not be close to a division title. There's no question about it. And he's gotten better and better and better as the games have gone on. I think it's obviously a 50-50 thing. If you've been listening to me long enough, you know how I feel about this. Uh, A quarterback in the NFL, there's so much that goes into a quarterback being successful. And with Josh Allen, you know, half of it, just like for Breeze or a Manning or whomever or Brady, half of it is is on you no matter what the supporting cast is like. Head coach, you know, offensive coordinator, consistency, front office, weapons, receivers, running game, O-line, health. 
you know, how good your opposition is that year, your, you know, your schedule, the road games, you know, uh, different time zones, etc. Uh, but you, you are you no matter what. And Josh Allen, even with the weapons he has gotten from Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott, uh, the improvement is, 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 it's unbelievable. I mean, he's gone up not just a step, which is what everybody said. You know, can he take the next step? I mean, he's Josh Allen's gone up two, three steps this year alone. I mean, he's gone up into, again, and this is for this year. I'm not saying overall in the NFL, but for this year at this moment, Josh Allen is an elite quarterback. For this year, this moment, the Bills are an elite football team. To be elite, you've got to be top three, top five. They weren't that weeks ago. You know, when they lost back-to-back to the Titans and Chiefs, obviously they were fighting the Corona stuff. They probably weren't, um, you know, an elite team at that time. They probably weren't even an elite team at the beginning of the year, the first, what, four games or so. Um, you know, it, 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 now the tables have turned. I mean, the tables have turned in, in terms of Allen, in terms of the team, as far as everything goes. I mean, there's no doubt uh, right now. As far as a single season situation goes, elite is defined to me by top three, top five at the most. And right now, I think the Buffalo Bills are a top five football team. You could argue they're a top three football team. You could argue, well, actually, you can't argue. Allen is a top three quarterback in the NFL. I mean, it goes Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen. That's it. That's the list. Uh, Allen right now is playing far superior to every other quarterback not named Mahomes and Rodgers. It's that simple. Uh, he's been he's better than Big Ben. He's better than than Kyler Murray. He's better than Russell Wilson. He's better than Tannehill. He's better than he's better than all of them. Um, he's better than uh, uh, you know the tandem in New Orleans and Breeze and Taysom Hill. I and mean, he's better he's better than all of them. He he really truly is. He's better than Deshaun Watson. Even though Deshaun Watson is doing his you know best Superman impression with zero help around him, uh, it, it starts and ends with Allen. And at this particular point. Because the narrative has gone into AFC champions, an opportunity to actually finish the season thirteen and three, you know, sweep the division, go six and zero in the division. Allen, an MVP candidate, you know, him and Stephon Diggs setting records galore. Uh, you know, Diggs with the catches and the yards, and Allen with a four thousand yard season, and you know, he's up neck and neck with numbers with Jim Kelly and Drew Bledsoe. The narrative has changed to. This team needs to win a playoff game. And it doesn't matter who they face because they'll be either the two or the three seed most likely. Probably that last game of the year against the Patriots won't, or against the Dolphins won't matter. They go up against New England this Monday night. Um, they have to win a playoff game, right? Because last year... You know, this is the third playoff berth for the Bills in four years. In the playoffs, they've fallen short, and they've looked horrendous doing so. I mean, the Tyrod Taylor year, where they got the big-time break with Andy Dalton throwing the touchdown against Baltimore. Uh, the Bills went in. They easily could have beaten Jacksonville. I mean, easily. That was a slop fest, and the Bills just, they, they were horrible offensively. The Bills of today, they blow out that Jaguar team because their offense is a juggernaut. They had nothing on offense. That was back of the ball control days, the play action. You know, have Tyrod Taylor not make a mistake and you win the game. Um, 
you know, Josh Allen's going 28 of 40 and 359 and two touchdowns against the Broncos, you know, and they're scoring 48 points in this game. And granted, they got a Jerry Hughes defensive touchdown. We'll get into that in a minute. But, um, you know, the offense is a complete juggernaut, and that's all there is to it. And I think the Bills right now, uh, that's the expectation. Uh, I would be careful. I would be careful with, well, this team has to make the AFC Championship. This team has to reach the Super Bowl. This team, ha- Anything beyond one playoff win for me, I just can't go down that road. There are too many other factors. Injuries. Coronavirus. With the tests and all the rest, right? Um, it's a crapshoot to begin with. It's not a best of seven series. It's today, right? Like, all those things are a factor. There's no doubt. And so I can't go that direction. I can go that direction if it's the Chiefs, right? Because they're the defending champs. They've got the best quarterback. they got this lethal and unstoppable. I mean, I'm watching the Saints-Chiefs game as I record this pod. And, I mean, the Chiefs played a C game until the fourth quarter. You know, the New Orleans Saints just scored with Kamara. Chiefs are only up a touchdown, and they, they still just give you the confidence that they're, you know, Mahomes is playing like a B-minus-C game. And you just feel like they're going to take it right down the field. You know, and even if they go into overtime, what's going to happen? They're going to win. You just, you feel like they're going to win. Nobody can beat them. And I went on a podcast last week, and I simply said, I think the story in the NFL isn't the Kansas City Chiefs. It isn't Patrick Mahomes. It's what team, what defensive coordinator, what head coach, etc., is going to come up with a scheme that stops the Chiefs in their tracks, right? Like, which team's going to do that? Um, so, like, the Chiefs' narrative is they're expected right now to win the Super Bowl, period, end of discussion. The Bills haven't won a playoff game in a very long time, just like they didn't win the division in 25 years, and so they have got to, for me and my money, like, that's the next step, where the step before that was what they just did. Right, win the AFC East, take control of the division with Tom Brady out, all those sorts of things. And now here they are. Um, the game itself was just phenomenal. And the Bills, like so many other times this year, when they've had a crucial mistake or something go wrong, you know, a couple things that come to mind would be the San Francisco game where, you know, they take it down, fourth and one, don't get it. San Francisco gets the ball, takes it down, fourth and one, the defense stops them. And the Bills get the ball on like the one yard line or whatever, and Zach Moss fumbles the ball. And then San Francisco takes it right in for an early lead. And you're like, well, you know what? Maybe this is the game where the Bills just shit all over the place. Nope. They come right down, they just keep rebounding, they keep smacking San Francisco in the mouth, and they win the football game. And. You know, with offense, with defense, and with just smothering plays. And they've been great in the red zone. They've been great on third down. And, you know, the Bills are peaking right now at the right time, as is their defense. And the one thing that's important here is that they're doing things that playoff teams, you know, successful playoff teams do every year, right? Like the Seattle Seahawks, as I record this earlier today, you know, they just recorded their eighth playoff appearance I believe, in the last nine seasons. What did they do in the postseason really well? They are great on third down on both sides of the ball, and they are really, really solid in the red zone, right? Russell Wilson leading the way, of course, but you get the point. Um, 
teams and the Bills have got to clean up the offensive possessions in the red zone with penalties. Um, you know, there was uh, in the second quarter just the absolute, just inexcusable, the hold by uh, Bodeker, and then you had the, um, you had multiple penalties after that. You had the Diggs offensive pass interference call, which was just absolutely a disgrace. Um, you know, three straight penalties at that particular point. Um, I think it was a Deion Dawkins hold after that, and then you fast forward to the third quarter, and the same thing happened. The Bills get it deep in the red zone. They have three straight bad penalties. And you're going, my gosh, you know, and, and I think Allen was mic'd up, uh, or not mic'd up, but just was over, you know, overheard saying, like, how many times does a team have to score? <laughs> you know, they've got to clean up those end zone, those red zone mistakes with the, with the penalties. The point is, is that if that's in the postseason and you get a field goal in that spot and not a touchdown, that is uh, that's a problem because if that's against the Chiefs, they're going to get a touchdown there and you lose the game, right? And so um, they got to clean those up. But for the most part, for the most part, the Bills look like a team that can make major, major noise in the postseason because they're doing all the things right right now in the regular season, which is where it starts. Third down, efficient. Both sides of the ball. Remember that defense that couldn't get off the field on third down? They're getting teams into third and six, third and eight, and they are absolutely getting off the field. Red zone, fantastic. Allen, great. Um, they're also winning the turnover battle. I mean, you, you know, you look at that game yesterday and, and just a wonderful, wonderful play uh, by Trey White in terms of, you know, coming in on the side blitz on the blind side um, stripping, just running right through the pocket from the backside, stripping, you know, Drew Locke, and then the ball comes free, and Jerry Hughes, using his running back ability from high school, gets the 21-yard fumble return, juking and jiving and shaking and baking his way into the end zone up the left side, and, uh, you know, that made it 35-13, and then the Bills are just, they're, they're, they're getting picks, they're getting fumble returns, they're getting sacks, they're, 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 they're doing the things in the postseason uh, in the regular season, rather, that, that, that you need in terms of winning playoff games in the playoffs. I mean, hopefully that has some sustainability. We'll see. Um, but this entire roster, this entire, entire roster that has been built by Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott, you just you look around the roster and you're like, man, what a great pickup, right? Like the last two weeks now, the Steelers game, the Broncos, the Bills have been up and they have grinded down the opposition with help from Zach Moss. Thank you very much, Brandon Bean. Right? 2020, round three, Utah. A lot of people stayed away from him, almost to the extent like, you know, Lawrence Maroney from Minnesota. He's been great. He's been grinding them down like crazy. Zach Moss has been amazing. Grinding the team down. Just absolutely fantastic. Grinding down the opposition, right? You look all over the place. We know about Allen, right? We know about what they saw in Allen. You know, Singletary. Kind of an unheralded running back. Stephon Diggs. They traded a boatload for him. When Brandon Bean got questioned about the first-round pick, he said, that is my first-round pick. Cole Beasley, acquisition, tremendous. Slot guy, needed him. Josh Allen, possession guy. Enhances your completion percentage. Makes you more confident as a quarterback. Dawson Knox, another great draft pick. Gabe Davis, red zone big target. Leads the team in touchdown catches from Central Florida. The terrific defensive acquisitions. The signing of guys, right? Sticking with players like Taron Johnson. 
sticking with players like AJ Klein and Epinesa, sticking with all of the guys who maybe a lot of people said, meh, the offensive line, the acquisition of a Mitch Morse, right? But getting John Feliciano and having depth and versatility, Deion Dawkins, tremendous pick out of Temple. They just gave him the huge contract. They want him to be there with Josh Allen protecting the blind side. Look around the field, every single guy participating. Trey White, the guy they traded out of the 10 spot where they could have gotten Mahomes. By the way, Mahomes, when he was coming out, was not an unheralded guy. The only reason I've said you had to stay there and keep picking him was because Buffalo still had to throw darts at the quarterback board and try to hit a bullseye, right? That's just, I mean, that's just, that's just a fact. It's not my opinion. Trey White, though, best corner in football? Probably. He was all over the board again yesterday. All over the board. I mean, just incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. More on the Bills over the Broncos and winning the AFC Championship. AFC East Championship next. And so here on the ML Sports Platter brought to you by Empower Federal Credit Union and Bryant Stratton College. This game was, was I again, the Bills have just been in control all year. I mean, you know, the lapses with the San Fran game, the lapses in the beginning of the year, you know, you felt like with the Rams, their situation, you know, they came back on the Bills, give Josh Allen the ball late, and he proved it time and time and time again. You know, the Dolphins game, uh, the Patriots game, they were driving down. It felt really, really shaky, but then, you know, Zimmer strips the ball, and Marlowe recovers it, and the Bills win. Uh, the Bills have just made the plays in the end. The Bills, you know, given the ball in the end. You know, Andre Roberts, a guy who never fumbles the ball, ever. Kick returner and punt returner extraordinaire. Fumbles, the Broncos get a score, no problem. The Bills just keep striking, right? They just keep striking, keep striking, keep striking. Right after in that second quarter that I had just talked about with the three straight penalties, right? What does Josh Allen do? Throws a freaking missile to Jake Kumaro, of all people, sneaking down the middle in between the coverage of the Denver Broncos touchdown, 21-7. Denver gets a touchdown late first half. It's an eight-point game. You're like, nope, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I don't feel any momentum for Denver. Sure enough, Josh Allen, one-yard touchdown run. Jerry Hughes off the turnover, stripped from Trey White. And then it's a blowout again. The Bass field goal, boom, fourth quarter, 38-13. to Then it's 41, you know, 13-41-19. Game's pretty much over. And with one starting offensive lineman in there for the Bills, Devin Singletary runs it 51 yards. And it looked like Denver gave up at the end of the play. 48-19, to it was a total and utter just mugging by the Bills. I mean, they were just in total control. And all the penalties they overcame. All, you know, the Andre Roberts turnover they overcame. I just, it's been a remarkable year. And there's still plenty to go. But this was at least a step. This was the first step. This was the first we gots to do this for the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, to have the box score look the way it does, Josh Allen, 28-40, 359, two touchdowns, QBR, 98.2, rating 114.5. Zach Moss on the ground, 13 carries for 81. Singletary, 8-68 and in a touchdown. Diggs, crazy, crazy numbers again, 11 for 147. Beasley, 8 for 112. Knox, 2 for 36. Kumaro gets in at 1 for 22 in a touchdown. Gabe Davis, 2 for 18. I mean, a total team win led by Josh Allen. The AFC East Championship gear is out. I don't like the one not done because I'm like, duh. Why would they ever say that they're done, you know? But this has just been a total, total team deal. It's been a couple of years coming to fruition with Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott. It's been the development of Josh Allen. 
It's been the 50-50 pie split right down the middle, and both sides are doing their part. It's been the amazing coaching and the growth of Brian Dable, the growth of Leslie Frazier, the defense that was a shit parade in the beginning of the year and now coming together and hitting its stride right at the right time. Matt Milano healthy, and he's a machine. Tremaine Edmonds tremendously healthy, and he's a machine. Trey White covering. Taron Johnson, Klein, Epinesa, guys who they've you know stuck with. They've been great. And, you know, it obviously makes me cringe and it gives me a little bit of a sick to my stomach feeling that Bills Mafia hasn't been in the stadium for a great win over Pittsburgh statement win, right? Seeing Russell Wilson at home, beating Russell Wilson, playing the Chiefs, the defending champs in the house, you know, beating the Pats at home, all these great moments. Of course, it, it, it hurts, you know, for a fan base that I think is the best in professional sports. Sure, I'm a little biased, but I've seen it up close and personal more than any other fan base for sure. Um, but... By the same token, I would rather have it be weird and have no fans and no football at all. I mean, what would happen if we had no NFL all year and this whole season, like, we couldn't see Josh Allen perform the way he has and all these draft picks that Bean and McDermott came up with? Like, imagine that if we didn't have anything at all. I mean, it'd be a lot a lot worse than what we have. You know, it'd be a lot worse than the alternative, right? And so right now we take the alternative. So congrats to the Bills. Congrats to Brandon Bean, Terry Pagula, Sean McDermott, all the players, Josh Allen. Still, obviously, unfinished business left to go, but you had to get to this step. You had to get at least here, you know, to cross one more of those things off, one more box, right? Like the drought, the drought, the drought, the drought, the drought. Boom, they ended that, right? Had a 6-10 and ten year, had to figure out the quarterback situation. Boom, you get Allen, you start to grow. You have some good draft, really great drafts in a row. You have great free agency. You pick up guys like Beasley. Ba-boom, ba-boom, you grow. Last year, another playoff berth. You lose horribly. Uh, blow a double-digit lead, you lose, you know, that field goal in OT and all the rest. You know, Deshaun Watson gets away, no reason why. Well, he's a Superman-type player, of course. But, you know, got to wrap him up if you're a real deal Holyfield playoff team. You got to make plays. You got to make more plays than the other team. Better on third down, better in the red zone. All the things that the Bills didn't do against the Texans choking the lead away. And so you learn from that. Now you come back this year and look what we have here, right? And so you win the AFC East, so now check another box. And now they need to check another and check another and check another until... There are no other boxes to check, and you know exactly who you are when you get to that point, and I don't even need to say it. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Pellera Contracting, Bear Creek Restaurant, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and our great, great friends over at, at Axe Exotic Pets. If you are in and around the central New York area, make sure you go over to Axe Exotic Pets on Route 11. They've got all your special birds and your snakes and your turtles and all the terrific aquariums as well to store your pets as well the most exotic pet is it axe exotic pets visit them them on facebook and check out all of their holiday specials as well big tip of the cap thank you to bryant and stratton college and empower federal credit union log on to empowerfcu.com today find your peace of mind today with empower federal credit union as i always tell you enjoy the games Grand Canyon University, a Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest-growing universities in the country, offering over 200 engaging programs online. Praised for its culture of community, students build meaningful professional relationships with faculty who become partners in your success. GCU's online students received over $100 million in scholarships in 2020. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you qualify for. 
Lowe's Provember event is happening now through November 24th. It's the perfect time to shop GE appliances for all your properties, like the GE side-by-side refrigerator and the GE dishwasher with active flood protect. Durable and reliable, you can always count on GE to deliver the long-lasting performance you're looking for. Available today, shop the full line of GE appliances online or in-store during Lowe's Provember event, now through November 24th. Lowe's, the new home for pros. U.S. only. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.